The very famous philosophers of ancient Greece, Plato and Aristotle, devoted their life to one goal, helping people to reach a state of what is termed as eudaimonia. In Greek philosophy, eudaimonia means a state of fulfillment or achieving the best condition possible for a human being. But that's the beauty of being human, that we are not flawless, isn't it? We are imperfect and that's why we are never satisfied. So the state of eudaimonia seems a little unrealistic to me. For sure, there are exceptions to everything. And definitely there might be people who have reached an ideal state of human life. But that state is not very prevalent. Among several other reasons, the complexities of human life and our curiosity towards it is a prime reason for our discontentment. Complexity like the term art or value is really hard to define, especially when we are put on the spot to define it, although most of us recognize it when we see it. Complex is just how the world works. Complex bias is the belief that complex things are better than a simple one. The term denotes an irrational preference for complexity over simple things that may be faster, safer, and cheaper. So let me ask you a question here. Do you think you have a complexity bias? So when you go to buy a new television for your home, do you prefer the one that works best with just a cable connection? Or do you want a one with all sorts of YouTube, Netflix, Amazon video, and all sorts of input-output ports like HDMI, USB, Bluetooth, screen mirroring, and whatnot? Do you call the choice of your television simple here? Simplicity is deceptive, while complexity is sometimes necessary. Somewhere I guess we human enjoy complexity more than anything. People say they want a simple life, and the part to live a simple life is let go everything. But that's not what we are up for, right? What will happen to us? What will happen to our brain? What will be the fun in doing that? Or what will be the challenge? We don't necessarily want to give away the complex pieces, rather the complicated ones, like the complicated relationship, thoughts, habits, and people. Yes, complex and complicated are two different things. And it's not only true for life or humans, but also for design. I'm Priya Saraswat, and you're listening to Immersive Experiences. And in this episode, we'll talk about complexity in design and how we designers perceive it and think about it. Are the designs that we are calling simple are actually simple or another deception that we are creating for our users? And do our users actually need a simple product? Let's talk more about it. Complexity in design is very subjective. A design which might look simple can be difficult to understand. But a complex-looking system, on the other hand, sometimes makes perfect sense. I was talking to one of my friends about his experience with a Tesla car for the first time. He told me how brilliantly the whole, whole car is designed, but at the very beginning, he wasn't able to figure out how the car doors will open. An example of a simple and clean, yet confusing design. An example of a complex system, which is still understandable, can be Google Maps. There are so many things going on in that app when you open it. 
there is a map in the background, there is search, the routes, but you can still easily make your way through that complexity to get what you're looking for, right? In the lines from the book, Living with Complexity, Don Norman quotes, Modern technology can be complex, but complexity by itself is neither good nor bad. It is confusion that is bad. Chaos and confusion tends to disguise itself as complexity. And this is where we designers need to be very careful in segregating those things out. In one of the recent meetings at work, I was talking to a bunch of product managers and engineers about my role in the project. I showed them the famous squiggle of design thinking process, beginning on the left with mess and uncertainty and ending on the right in a single point of focus, the design. And then there was this voice in the room, a remark from an engineer. Wow, I'm intrigued how you designers managed to make it look so simple. And I paused for a moment and thought how right he was. We designers often confuse ourselves by saying we are solving a complex problem when we are not actually solving it. The product we are working on is still very complex with tons of features and actions. What we are in fact doing is making our user traverse that complexity without them getting bothered by the intricacies behind the scenes. And as our users are getting more and more immersed in our product, the complexities are becoming normality for them. They aren't thinking, but are they understanding? What if they are just accepting the fact that this is how your product works? So we have to think here, are we truly being user-centered by creating an illusion versus making an attempt to actually make things more understandable? I haven't done this yet, but I guess it can be a really interesting user research activity where you are letting your users define the product for you what it does and why and some form of how from your users. Let's say if I'm a user of a tax filing product X and someone asks me why I have to complete 10 steps to file my taxes and why not five? If I'm not able to answer that question, I guess the designer of that product X kind of missed the whole point of understandability. But actually there is bigger problem in doing that because as soon as there is a new product in the market with five steps, your users who fail to understand your product won't appreciate it and won't empathize with it because they never understood the meaning of your product. So missing the point of understandability, you're also impacting the loyalty of your users. Some products are inherently more complex than others with a number of different parts, possible interconnections and several feedback loops. For example, products in business to business or B2B space fall under this category. Although the explosive evolution of the domain of software engineering and design thinking practices have helped managing some of the complexity of B2B space, but I think the intricacies are still there. And if you are a designer like me, who is or who has worked in B2B space, you can definitely relate to most of the things I'm telling. Unlike business to consumer or B2C products, B2B products are for specific needs of people or companies in particular field or domain. This makes the role of a designer little challenging. The battle against complexity in these cases can only be won if we designers understand the product ourselves. And it should be well before we propose any design solution. The design decisions that we are making in B2B space to satisfy one requirement can actually affect multiple requirements and sometimes in ways 
which are hard to predict. Even a simple feature addition has to go through all kinds of checks and edge case consideration. So only if you have a holistic approach to complexity in these cases, you can make a highly sophisticated system work flawlessly for its users. The complexity in designing user experiences becomes a problem when designer confuses it with complexity of the interface. When we are working towards the complexity of interface, we are not actually aiming for a less complex product, but something which is easy to navigate. And yes, of course, this is our role as designers, but we can play a bigger role by widening our perspective and asking some harder question, such as whom we are empowering, the product or the user. Are we making a conscious effort to make our users understand that complexity or just hiding it in a more menu? And a much larger question like what we are doing to eliminate unnecessary complexity. For example, can we push back on features that are just making the product complex and are not actually solving a real user problem? Answers to all these questions will make us think of solutions that are not just intuitive, but also evoke feeling of trust and appreciation among our users. Intuitiveness is not actually a requirement in design. It is the foundation. Design by nature should be intuitive. I'm not saying that a product or a design can't have a learning curve. I rather believe in learning curves. And sometimes it is necessary, especially when you are introducing a complex user experience to your users. I guess all I need for us to understand is to be cognizant about the fact that we may be defining a new normal for our users through our product. So if this new normal is not only easy to understand, but easy to perform, then only it is easy to recall and easy to form a routine. We should always think of a product's knowledge space as a continuum, which goes from knowing nothing about it to knowing everything someone could possibly know. And the mantra for that is not net new, it's empathy. Just be mindful of the fact that our decisions have consequences for ourselves and others. So decide wisely. We are talking about complexity for a while now, but I think we should also give due attention to another concept which is very prevalent in design. Simplicity. Simplicity might not be something always true for every design. Simple doesn't mean easy. Things which are easy to understand aren't always easy to do. There is this famous quote from Dutch computer scientist and an early pioneer of computer science, Edgar W. Dijkstra. Simplicity is a great virtue, but it requires hard work to achieve it and education to appreciate it. And to make matter worse, complexity sells better. Yes, do you remember the example of our television buying experience? where we tend to choose a complex television versus a simple one. But it's totally fine. As a matter of fact, simplicity and complexity are not competing thoughts, rather concepts that can live in harmony. What makes a complex design look simple is all its bits and pieces are organized in harmony, thus making it look more cleaner, more understandable, and more easy to act on. The good life is complex, rich, and rewarding but only if it is understandable, sensible, and meaningful. Eudaimonia might be a far-fetching concept in real world, but in design, we can still work towards it by making human interactions pain-free and by embracing complexity. Working on these complex user experiences and making them uncomplicated and convincing 
is what makes our job as designers so gratifying, isn't it? This brings us to the very end of this episode. If you like this episode, share it with your designer or non-designer friends and show some love by rating it on your favorite podcast platform. And if you have any thoughts or comments or experiences that you want to share, feel free to post it on our Instagram page. And next time, don't confuse complexity with something which is complicated or convoluted. Remember, complexity is a friend of a designer. And in our next episode, we'll talk about another important aspect of design, which is research. We'll talk about how we are doing in that space today and what are some of the opportunities to explore. That's it for now. Stay curious and keep those creative juices flowing. Until next time.